1: all right we are live welcome to the rg dfs tournament takes podcast presented by yahoo uh i'm kirk Dees, chris kirkwood here with my co-host brian jester of occupy fantasy owner founder uh also the uh, i just like to say this the uh the man who won a million dollars with the grossest lineup I've ever seen. Um, But that's what you have to do in showdown. Uh, So kudos to that. Um, Also, this guy's a crusher. He crushed preseason. He's been in second place in FanDuel NFL live final. I'm psyched. We're working with him. You already heard, heard all this last week, but, um, we are back. Uh, let me just knock out a couple of things here. First of all, for Yahoo, before I bring uh, Brian on, but um, this this week I'm going to actually remember to do the promo code. So if you uh, want to, if you're new to new to Yahoo, sign up with promo code Grinders25. You'll get a, a free $25 bonus on first deposit. That's right, it's Grinders25. Uh, Yahoo is doing a lot of new things this year. This, I play there um mainly uh, i play there a lot brian's been playing there he's been doing a uh um, bankroll challenge but new this year they have single game slates which i binked one last night after a uh, terrible miscue the the week before and i got stuck with uh 150 of the same uh optimal lineup which was a awful night um but anyway i this year they do single game slates monday thursday sunday uh they always have lower rake lower management fees they do an they're doing an NFL Live final this year. They have their $1 million baller. That's up to $15 entry this week. But this is no rake. It's the best tournament in the industry. Your first dollars of money, if you're playing DFS, should go into this tournament. Um, anyways, here's Brian. Uh, how, how'd you do uh, week one?
2: Hey, what's up, Chris? Yeah, uh, you, you and I both had some successful uh, main slates on Yahoo, so I'm happy about that. A lot of the things I thought would play out did play out and uh that 150 max mistake that you made it always keeps me up at night you know most people like normal people have nightmares about like monsters and death and whatnot for me it's my csv uploads didn't work properly and i end up with either zero lineups or 150 the same lineup so i'm sorry to hear that happen you dude i
1: was so mad i was so (laughs) it was it was just awful uh so that's what to me that's what week one was get dusting all the rust off uh you know, so I didn't make that mistake last night. I'm more prepared. Week two, it's just going to keep getting better.
2: Yeah, I'm excited for it. I mean, it's a it's a good week. Not as many mispricings this time around, but again, we knocked all the rust off. Now I'm I'm ready to get back into the group of things.
1: Yeah. So uh, just a quick big big slate overview. We got five games with at least fifty point totals. You know, it's the Cowboys Chargers game, which we'll probably talk a good amount about. Um, there's a ton of plays in there. It's the Titans Seahawks. Um, it's the the Falcons Bucks vikings cardinals and 49ers eagles then we got a bunch of other games but um what we're going to do we're going to try to tighten the show up a little bit than we did from last week we're going to we're going to start off with qbs we're going to then talk about some wide receivers we're going to talk about running backs tight ends we're going to try to focus on the best uh, yahoo values at the beginning Then um, talk about like who our main play is or for i guess if we're just doing one one main lineup which um, it's pretty much what i do on on sundays over there on yahoo and i just jam it and everything um and then uh you know just talk about some tournament options uh for each of the positions we'll t- hit some stacks we'll uh talk about a whole bunch of things but yeah so uh week two um let's start it off uh quarterback position Um, if we're going to follow the format for best Yahoo value, I mean, for me, it's just, it's pretty glaring. It's who I played last week. It's who I loved last week. It's who you loved last week. It's Jalen hurts, right? 26 bucks.
2: Yeah. I'm surprised they didn't change his value much at all on the other sites, especially draftings. they didn't change it really either. So yeah, again, he gets another high total game uh he's put up points when he started games and I, like you said he's just a glaring value he's a guy that it's an easy plug and play in most lineup types this week and i know you said last week you like getting these types of guys into your lineup at the quarterback position that can throw but also have that rushing ability and if you're paying up more then i guess kyler murray's that guy after his huge game last week but chris i mean it, it's clear to me that hurts is, is the number one option as far as points per dollar goes
1: Yeah, we've so for if we're, you know, I stick to my mantra. It's like I want my quarterbacks mainly to have rushing upside. Right. And so that's I always I had that handful unless, you know, Patrick Mahomes, he does have rushing upside, but it's a little bit less. But he's, you know, such always can play like a Mahomes, although he's not on this slate this week. But, you know, so it's pretty much I want the rushing upside or there's got to be a damn good reason why I'm playing that quarterback but um yeah like like we said so i mean last week he did great 264 yards passing 3 tds 7 carries um you know i we talked about this last week four starts last season 272 yards rushing four tds if you if you uh projected that out over the the course of a full season that's lamar type numbers so i mean that's what you're getting with this guy um the eagles offense is playing faster um, they were uh, breaking out some no huddle last week um, he's Devante Smith looked awesome right like uh, so there's a clear connection there Rager caught all six and six of his targets um, so it looks like this offense is getting a little bit better um, the 49ers lost cornerback Jason Verrett so their defense is a little bit banged up to an ACL um, they also let the Lions keep up with them late in the game so I mean it could be a similar situation this week where you know it if you're getting Jalen Hart's comeback uh, garbage, you know, trying to get him back in the game so that that could just speed things up and be a a home run. So, yeah, I, I I love Jalen. I'm not really going to say anything bad about him. And now there, there are some other options. Um, uh, And since we're talking about values, do you have any interest in any of like the, the guys that are projecting at least for me as values, but like, I don't want to click on them (laughs) if
2: you know what I'm saying. So that's the the Derek, the Derek Carr type guys. Right.
1: Yeah, he's the he's the one I prefer. It's I was gonna say it's basically it's Derek Carr, Carson Wentz, Andy Dalton, Sam Darnold, Tyrod Taylor. Those are guys are all either twenty or twenty one dollars, which is cheap, dirt right. cheap. I can get behind some Derek Carr, mainly because of Darren Waller, <laughs> right. um, you know. But uh, those other guys, I, I'm not. I'm probably not going to have much of them. I mean, I might have some for some smaller amounts for the for the, the the baller tournament for some stack game stacks and whatnot but i i don't really want to click on those guys
2: yeah i mean quarterback you need the upside right you need the rushing potential You need the potential to be the highest score in the slate from for most contest types and to me it's just i don't i don't see the upside in those guys yeah we're saving a few bucks but there are so many other values at other positions that you can save i guess Carr is the is the guy like you that i would play but Chris, I, I'd much rather prefer these these game sacks, the the high total games that you talked about, whether it's Herbert or Dak, Kyler Murray, or even cousins in that game, Russell Wilson, Tannehill, uh Brady, they had not won the highest team totals of the week. Like those are the guys I would play if I'm not playing Hurts or Murray in uh in, in tournaments.
1: Does Derek Carr wear eyeliner, in your opinion? You, uh, did you notice notice dude, it's, that with it
2: it's it's tough to argue that he doesn't? <laughs> I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll say that. <laughs> I was
1: just curious if that's like his uh if he, instead of the the black paint under the eyes, if he just takes it a step further, um, anyways, it's like, uh, no,
2: it's, it's, like, it's like um you know how how catchers they paint their fingernails so pitchers yeah. can see the the signals. He he paints his or he does the eyeliner around his eyes so his receivers can see his eyes. Is that is that the, is that the, yeah, <laughs> the theory? There,
1: there's there's got to be a reason. I mean. <laughs> um yeah, and I was just curious. It stuck on me. Yeah, so the other guys up there at the, at the top, right, like the guys who have rushing upside or like earn a massive game potential. It's well. It's Russell Wilson at 35 bucks who was extremely efficient, didn't have like monster, monster numbers, but had extremely efficient numbers last week, and um, is in a good good game environment that we're going to want to look to um, so I can, you know, the, like I said, like I had that that five list of teams that I wanted to target their defense all season long, and the Titans certainly were were like my first choice there, and you know their secondary is just worse, and it sure, clearly showed it. They got all all sorts of problems. So, and they have a good offense, although they weren't quite clicking last last week, but like they should be able to keep up with the Seahawks. So that's that game should should could just really have monster shootout potential in it. So Russ is a guy. Um, Kyler Murray is a cheat code, right? As long as they're, they're playing well, 37 bucks, he's probably not going to get as much ownership this week because I think everyone's going to be focused on jail. I mean, on, uh, um, Justin Herbert, which who, who I do like, I, I I love him. So I'll just give my little spiel with him. So first off he's 33 bucks. So he's not quite, you know, up the 37 that Kyler is, he, he does have rushing upside, um, although he has a lot of passing upside too. Last week, he had a tough matchup with Washington, so he didn't have the greatest game, um, but it's a 54 and a half point total. It should be what a super fast paced game. What stuck out to me is that the pro football focus grades for Dallas last week were run D sixth, which, you know, they, they have pretty good run D. Coverage 24th, pass rush 29th. So it sounds to me like he's going to have a lot of time to be able to, to pick apart this, um, bad, uh, uh, Cowboys secondary. They're also banged up. Um, DeMarcus, uh, Lawrence went down, Randy Gregory's down. Those guys are their pass rushers. Um, so he should have a bunch of time and, you know, the, the Dallas was atrocious on defense, but you know, they have a great offense, so their offense can keep them in the game. So this should be scream shootout to me. So I have, I'm, I'm kind of torn whether I'm going to, you know, hurt hurts is going to be my main guy. I think, but I may, you know, end up playing two lineups and like put all like half of it in cash with uh, Hertz. And I might end up using Herbert on GPP. I haven't quite decided yet, but that's what I'm thinking. What about you?
2: Yeah. So, the, I mean, the, the injuries are interesting, right? Like when, when you have a, a team lose guys midweek or mid game, I mean, that's massive for the outlook of that defense. And the fact that they're down two of their pass rushers, this game total is already 54 and a half. They're already expected to play fast. Uh, Herbert's you know, outside of Hertz is definitely the next best value, and potentially has even more upside in that game environment. So yeah, Herbert is probably my favorite tournament option. And again, if you're going to play him, and we saw this last week, if you played Hertz, Hertz was the most popular quarterback on the slate in most contests, but no one played his receivers with them. Like in the contest I played, Devonta Smith was seven percent, uh, Goddard was three percent, Rager and Quez Watkins were even less. So if you play Herbert uh I, he's gonna he's going to be popular but if you play him with keenan allen you play him with jared cook who we'll talk about you play him with uh eckler even and then you run him mike. back with one of the dallas receivers then all of a sudden your uh, your lineup is lower owned than than just herbert by himself
1: sure and uh mike williams yeah i yep. i'm not i'm not i'm not i'm definitely stacking somebody with herbert if i'm playing herbert um you know and i i, I did point out too when i sent you the uh the second place uh, winning uh, fifty thousand uh, dollar lineup on Yahoo um, last week. I'm going to pull it up here. It was. Uh, I told you. I mean, it's it's that's just ends up happening a lot. Is that you know stacks less important because there's so many value plays that end up like being just you could just layer value value value. But this lineup looked like a, a must have been somebody's uh, season long lineup that they just entered in right. It was Mahomes to a Chiefs D stack, fifty k. Um, and then just like a bunch of like decent, good players that just all across the board that, you know, uh, DeAndre Swift, McCaffrey, Thielen, Samuel, Lockett. There was no rhyme or reason, it seems like, but that happens on Yahoo quite frequently. But uh, yeah, so I mean, Keenan Allen is definitely the preferred, preferred piece. I mean, and he, 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 I, I played him in my main lineup last week. Um, so uh, yeah. I like that a lot. Um, any other guys you're looking at here? Um, I mean, uh, Tom Brady, I mean, 41 bucks is high, but he's going to get low ownership because of that. Um, Tua, uh, any Josh Allen. I mean, I, I got to mention Josh Allen bounce back, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, his... The one thing concerning with him last week was even though he wasn't under pressure a ton, his, his off target rate was back to his his rookie year scouting report levels. So that that's, that's definitely painful. And Miami has a pretty good defense, but again, he he rates pretty well this week in most projection systems. If, if me, if I'm paying up, I'm probably going with Brady just because of the team toast nearly 32 and a half points. And he's got three different options. You can stack with him. So for me, if I'm paying up, it's probably Brady. Uh, But again, I think, You know, we saw this with Hertz last week. He could have scored a lot more points if Atlanta kept up in any capacity whatsoever. And I'm afraid that might happen again this week for Tom Brady and they're running the ball more in the second half. So for me, I think I'm just sticking with those higher total games with the the closer spreads, whether it's it's uh, Seattle, Tennessee, Dallas and uh, and the Chargers or even uh, even Arizona and Minnesota for my, my main quarterbacks in tournaments.
1: Tannehill could be interesting in this one too because no one's going to play him he's going to be bounce back
2: right they they, they, they can't look as bad as they did last week. I mean
1: but their d is so bad they're going to have to just you know if as long as they're playing another team that can score they I mean the offense should should be in good situation so I think Tannehill is a really sneaky one for this week for for Yahoo um in the in the baller all right let's uh let's move it on over to uh wide receivers pairing with our QBs here
2: um, Sounds good. Yeah. All
1: right. Let's do it. Best yahoo values um right off the I mean every this is probably every site everyone's looking at so we know Michael Gallup uh, went down um that we love this uh Chargers Dallas game uh gave the the reasons with the the Dallas defense is you know horrendous um but their offense is good Amari Cooper looked amazing amazing in that in that first uh opening game thursday night um cd lamb you know you can choose either of these guys or both 24 23 um we can get down maybe you can touch on uh cedric wilson if if you think that uh he's potentially in play for this game on yahoo specifically but those are those are the those are the top two at least from an ownership standpoint too that i mean they're going to be extremely popular but it's hard to get away from right
2: I mean, they're underpriced, right? And if you're playing them in game stacks, you have to, if you're playing a low-risk lineup, your, your main lineup, I think you have to play one, if not both of those guys. Because, again, Gallup's gallops out. They're going to throw a ton. Uh, yeah, you got to lay both them. They're the clear plays. And unlike last week, we don't have a bunch of $12 and $14 wide receiver ones, right? Like, we saw Robbie Anderson last week at $14. The guys that are values this week are more wide receiver two, three type guys. So obviously, Cedric Wilson, he's 10 bucks. He's a great value in, in tournaments. I don't know if he, if you want to play him in your main lineup as a, as a wide receiver three. But uh, LaVisca, Michael Pittman, Terrence Marshall, Devontae Parker, these are the guys that stood out to me as values. But Chris, none of those guys are, are super intriguing where it was like, last week, I got to jam them into my lineup. I don't feel that great about any of them, but you know, on a, a points per dollar projection basis, Uh, they, they are values.
1: And it's like you don't need them on Yahoo because you go just yep. a little bit further and you get to some real talent. So I'm going to uh, mention a couple of those guys, get your thoughts on. I mean, um, I guess the other, the other pivot off of uh, Amari Cooper, or maybe even playing with them, um, you know, CD Lamb, the, the same price point because uh, 24 and 23 for the Cowboys guys, Cooper cup is only 22 bucks. Yes. Uh, 10 targets, seven catches, 108 yards in that game. You attack the Colts over the middle. I mean, that's just something that's what, you should be doing and we saw that with uh tyler lockett that's uh that helped me i had a big week for my main lineup on yahoo and it was because of tyler lockett um which i did mention to that uh that that hayden winks uh call Uh, it
2: worked out right i mean
1: I'm, i'm whatever he says this week i'm all in until he shows me otherwise that's um but uh yeah so cooper cup are you on board
2: on board. Yeah. But he, like, again, the, all these guys you've mentioned so far are the first guys that I thought were the best pure Yahoo plays. They're, they're great plays on other sites too, but right. Like they're pricing the two Dallas receivers and Cooper cup, I think are the best pure upside dollar, whatever you want to call it, the best pure plays. And then to me, there are other options that you can play in tournaments where you can play up a little more, pay up a little more guys like Hopkins, Diggs, Justin Jefferson, guys up in that range, the, the Tennessee receivers. If you're playing Tannehill, Ridley, those guys, I think because most of the ownership is going to be in that 20 to $25 range, we could see a little bit lower ownership on those guys.
1: Yeah, Ridley bounce, bounce back um, is, is in play. Uh, he was pretty popular last week, but um you know no one's going to want to play him, especially at how bad the Atlanta offense looked and how good Tampa's defense is. You know, and they are they cannot succeed if they're going to just run Mike Davis a bunch of uh, rushes against Dude, this Tampa, God. um, Tampa D. So, they're, I mean, he's Matt Ryan's gonna to have to chug it. Matt Ryan sucks, but I've always <laughs> said that. But, um, hopefully, they can get things going. If he does have can lead this team to a good game, then Calvin Ridley should be the guy, right? Totally, uh, yep. Um, a couple of names that stood out to me um, that on the cheap end, um, I mean, Tyler Boyd is interesting to me at 15 bucks there. I mean, he's, that's, that screams like a big value. He had a bad game, but the matchup is there for him this week. He's get, he gets the, uh, the best matchup um, uh, uh, on the, on the field against the, the slot Marquis Christian. I think it is um, uh, on the bears, you know, bears are a good D pretty good D. They looked pretty decent, but, uh, Tyler Boyd is certainly a guy that's going to be forgotten because everybody is, you know, with, uh, Jamar chase with Higgins, um, the fact that Burrow wasn't throwing a ton. I mean, there's a lot of reasons not to, to, to go there, but he's going to get overlooked. And, uh, I know the kind of upside and, and he's got that slot matchup that I like. So that's one of my guys. The other guy is Deontay Johnson at 19 bucks, um, double digit targets in eight of his last 10 games, um he had a sick TD catch last week. Um, Ben is terrible to talk about another quarterback who who really does not look good these days, but, you know, and everyone's talking Najee uh, Harris, but like, they're just, they, first of all, their offensive line has, has big problems and they want to pass Ben wants to pass. That's all he wants to do. I mean, they basically played last season without a running back. Ascent, you know, and yeah, there was a lot of talk and yes, he's got a hundred percent of the snaps and yes, there was more usage up, but I still believe that like they want to be a heat Ben at least wants to be a passing offense. So that, 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 those are the, my two, two plays. I'm curious to hear your thoughts on them and then see if you got any guys for me.
2: Uh, yeah. I like Deontay Johnson going to get peppered with targets. Boyd is interesting purely because of the price. What concerns me is the fact that they Cincinnati had the lowest, pass rate over expectation last week they just they ran the ball a ton on early downs and i don't know if that was game plan specific or or they're trying to ease joe burrow back into action i'm not sure what it is so that's a little concerning just from a volume standpoint the the one final receiver i'll mention that i like a lot in that middle price range is jacoby myers and he's 17 wow. going against the jets and uh nine targets last week should continue to get a bunch of targets this week um uh, and he's one of my favorite plays overall but also in that range
1: I love them. I mean, I'm a, I'm a Pats fan. I, I think Mac looked pretty good. Um, I, and, and you know, you can't really, the jets are pretty good against the run and they, they have the good personnel there, um, to stop that, but their secondary is so bad that, you know, I, I can see Belichick just like running this ball over and over again, and it's going to drive me nuts, but he shouldn't. And, um, Myers is the guy. Um, I don't think he's had a re- a receiving touchdown. Um, ever in his life i don't think he had one all last season but he was like the man right and he but he i don't think he ever so yeah he if he doesn't score against the jets then i'll I'll stop playing this guy but i'm i I like that call a lot um he was my next guy there the other ones i mean we should i mean we have to talk about because uh keenan allen but his price got um moved up to 29 bucks um this is uh he's got it he's first of all he he should be able to pick apart a Dallas coverage, you know, and everything, every, he also has the, the best matchup on the field against Jordan Lewis, who gave up most of the production to Chris Godwin. Um, this is just a, 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 top, top matchup for him. And, you know, we know the kind of target volume that this guy gets, he's right up there at the top. Um, so Keenan Allen's there is a good spending, but Mike Williams looked awesome and he looked like the clear red zone target. So, um, or end zone target i should say so his price is kind of high and you know he won't project well i don't think um but um certainly we should be looking at him in game stacks
2: yeah, but he's the type of guy that's perfect for yahoo or even any site right where they don't project as a a, a pure value but they have so much upside in a, in a big game environment stacking with quarterbacks or the opposing quarterbacks so yeah i, I like mike williams call too
1: Touchdown upside. Yep. So that's all I got written down here. You got any other final final ones or should we move it on over to running backs?
2: Uh, I think we can move it on. I, I mentioned Justin Jefferson, Deandre Hopkins, AJ yep. Brown, Julio Jones. Those guys as part of game stacks, I, I think are the other payup options.
1: Yep. Uh, Jefferson is definitely, because especially after Thielen's um, big game, but it's just the game environment in general. Um, It's his higher price. He's probably not going to project a ton. So you probably won't see a ton of ownership on him, but we know the kind of monster upside um, he has. I talked a lot last week about how Arizona's secondary should be worse this season, you know um, that, you know, they were going to be counting on Malcolm Butler, which was a, a, downgrade any money um but anyways uh running backs so interesting week at running backs at least to me because you know typically we want you always try like look if see if we're going to be jamming in the alvin kamaras christian mccaffrey dalvin cook you know maybe derrick henry i mean these guys are all extremely expensive but it's also hard harder to play in this week we don't have the the, you know if we're going to want to try to get some of these 24, 23, you know, pretty much we want to play all these 24, $23 wide receivers. It's going to get pretty tough. And there's a decent mid range. So for me, the best Yahoo values at the start, one is uh, Henderson uh, on the Rams for 18 bucks, uh, 49 of 52 snaps, 16 rushes for 70 yards plus a touchdown versus a tough uh, run D of Chicago. It's a tough matchup again, for sure. But, um, you know, volume does typically trump all. It is a high-powered offense. There's a lot of equity there for touchdown equity. Um, so uh, I can get behind him. And then uh, the other one, uh, Chris Carson is standing out to me, too, uh, for 24 bucks. But uh, what are your thoughts on those two guys?
2: Yep, I-, I marked those two guys down as well. Henderson, to me, was the top value. He's, what, $18 on Yahoo!, and when you have someone getting that type of volume in that high power of an offense on a team that likes to run in the red zone and in the, in the black zone around the goal line, Henderson's a great value. Uh, Carson was another guy with Rashad Penny being banked up. I'm sure Alex Collins will still get some work, but that definitely uh, raises the floor a bit for Carson with Penny out of the picture. Um, you talked about Najee Harris before he, he is, he's cheap. There is questions about the efficiency there with the offensive line, but Again, like Henderson, where you're getting 100% of the snaps, it's hard to turn that down for that price. Uh, and then Joe Mixon's the other guy in that range whose price didn't increase much from last week that uh, should have a big workload again.
1: Yeah, that's the, that's, the, the, that's the mid-range right there, and it's easy to plug those guys in. And, uh, I mean, so Carson gets a great game environment, um, 16 carries for 91 yards, got some targets, 78% of the snaps, pennies hurt. Right, Um, there's just a lot of uh, touchdown equity potentially there for him. It's a good offense he's part of. Uh, Najee Harris, like you said, 100% of the snaps is going. You know, efficiency is a concern. Now, the thing that should help that is should be the Raiders' defense against the rush. Um, So he could have a better game. I so like I played him in my main lineup last week, but I wanted to, and it's only because I ran out of time. And I ran, I was trying to get off of him and on to Mixon. Um, And uh, I just ran out of time. So I got stuck with him and I still ended up being fine, but I was so mad because he was doing, I was just, I was like, I am the biggest fish. I didn't want this fish play. I was like (laughs) screaming. Um, But anyways, but uh, the the usage was there for sure. Joe Mixon looks like the, that's the guy I want. Um, 29 carries. And like you said, uh, Burrow passing less, and it's probably uh, a scheme thing because they want to, you know, prolong him and he's coming back from injury um but uh he's also got you know he had four targets um it is a tough matchup but he should be able to do okay um the interesting pivot there that no one's gonna play and you probably are gonna hate this play if i had to guess um but because most fantasy analysts have been hating this guy and it's been driving me nuts but david montgomery I know it's there's 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 definitely reasons not to play this guy from the you know Williams took a lot of the passing work and so that that was kind of answered whether he would see as much of the passing work as he was seeing towards the end of last season. But man, I have been I've been on everyone who listened to our pod last year news like I was on this guy from week one the entire season. I I think he's good, I think he's an electric running back, I think he just had a bad offensive line, a terrible quarterback, which is the same thing that uh Todd Gurley had for a night. And I was big on Todd Gurley too, back in the day. And yes, Gurley, once his knees, you know, went out, he's not the same player, but he was certainly good for, for a couple of years. And uh, I think Montgomery is extremely similar to that. Um, but I think he makes for a nice pivot off of Joe Mixon in that, in that same game, he gets a better matchup. It's just, uh, and it's just that maybe they're, they're, they're in control of this game and this guy can, can break off some, some good fantasy points. So that I don't know. Do you hate that one?
2: No, I, I like it. I mean, twenty five dollars. He's pretty cheap, and he, he did look good last week. And I know a lot of people were concerned about his volume and passing game role coming into the season. His schedule late last year was easy, but no, I think at twenty five bucks, he's one of the better plays. Would you? I think it's safe to say, right? We have a pretty clear line of construction this week for main main contests, right? Your low risk, your small field contest, where it's you pay that $20, twenty twenty five. Basically, all your players are in that twenty dollars range, right? Like yeah. it feels to me like two three running backs should be in that eighteen to twenty five dollars range, right?
1: Yeah, because it's just it's too hard to miss out on this like Amari Cooper, CD Lamb. Now, if they bust some got somebody's gonna look like a genius with their lineup with McCaffrey and uh Dalvin and a bunch of no names and uh, receiver, but um yeah, that that's the pretty clear lineup construction to me, especially at this point. I mean, who knows if we'll get some news and whatnot that change anything, but and there's there's more too, and there's more down low that interests me a little bit too. Um I'm interested in Ronald Jones at 13 Bro, I can't believe
2: I, I can't believe you said that because I had it written down. I was like, I don't know if I want to bring this guy up, but you, yeah. you said it first. So you you take it away because I agree with you hundred All right, I'll I'll take the credit if it hits. <laughs> Sounds good. Let's let's hear i I want to know why you like him and I'll see if it's I sandwich, mean I like
1: so he got benched for for a clear fumble that was just a really good play by the opposing defense. And I think if like a rational coach and Arians like looks, goes back and calms down and then the next play uh, Fournette
2: yep.
1: was, was a, caused an awful um, play too. So it's like Ronald Jones has, is like their best actual rusher, right? Like between the tackles rusher and he's, Dirt cheap. And this is a game, Atlanta is awful. And Atlanta's defense is horrendous. And this is a game that the Bucks are favored by almost two touchdowns. And if is if Arians puts that back out of his mind, yes, there's going to be some Fortnite in there, but Ronald Jones, it doesn't take much to pay off 13 bucks, it takes one end zone you know, one, one carry over the goal line. And he certainly can break off like a, a monster run. And he, he may, and they already, they're already giving him the coach speak too that he is the starting running back. Now, is that fake or is that real? I don't know. I don't trust any of these guys half the time, but he's 13 bucks. And if it is real and you're getting a, a talented running back on a high powered offense for $13 with two touchdown favorites against a horrendous D that nobody wants to play. Yes. Like I, the ownership on him is, i'm showing like two percent like uh so i mean i'm you know maybe that'll come up i don't really trust uh, early week ownership but th- that seems like a play to me that i gotta make sure i have some like i gotta manually bump and get him in there no matter i what.
2: agree i agree 100 percent. i agree all the reasons you listed and you know whether or not we believe arians is one thing but basically what we were looking for is arians not saying uh jones is benched he's never seen the field again he didn't say that he says he's in the mix he's gonna start that's all we need to hear because as long as we cross our fingers and Rojo doesn't fumble on his first carry again, then he's going to get work against in a really good game script. Like really good
1: game, script. and he's pissed off, right? Like yeah. he's pissed off that he got benched. Um, and so yeah, like that that seems like the 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 play to me. I think Chase Edmonds, like there's just so many guys. We could sit here and talk about all these guys, but like Chase Edmonds is getting much more work now. Um, we know he's electric in the passing, um, for a pass now back, but he's also, I mean, if, if he's getting he's he's getting more snaps, more, more carries in a good game environment. He's cheap. He, yeah. I like that. I mean, I would rather play him on, on DraftKings for sure with the PPR points, but um, I, I like his price. So I think there's a lot of, a lot of ways and go there. So I probably am not going to have much McCaffrey cook or uh, maybe, I mean, I probably will have some Dalvin for some game stacks, Um maybe that would be a good way to play. Ronald Jones would make that work potentially guys yep. like him. But, um,
2: but that's your clear that, that's like your clear lineup construction difference. Right? Yeah. yeah. One's going to play middle price guys. You play yeah. a, some cheap guys and some of these stud running backs and that's how you get different in tournaments.
1: And I'm going to, I'm going to have like a, and in my like main lineup where I'm jamming into everything, I'm going to be like close to that. Like what, what optimal is, but I'm going to have like one or two spots that I pick out that I think have more upside. Cool. Um, Kenyon Drake might end up becoming a thing um, if uh, Jacobs is out. Just want to mm, get that sure. out there. He's only, uh, he's only 15 bucks, but he could be the, the, the workhorse um, tough matchup with Steelers D, but um, certainly I can see that. All right.
2: Are you, are you Real quick. Are you chasing Eli Mitchell at all at 19 bucks after his performance last week?
1: No. Um, I mean, I, i i'm a i'm a guy who was drafting sermon you know i'm so i'm hoping <laughs> <and me> <laughs> like so i'm i'm hoping that sermon is the guy and this was just like something so i i'm not chasing it um i don't know what what were you what were your, your thoughts
2: i mean he just he, he sticks out at 19 bucks but there's so many guys in that range and again on yahoo where the contests are smaller you don't have to get that crazy at running back and for a guy whose workload we don't know for sure, when all these other guys have safe workloads, I just I don't think you need to play him.
1: He just he feel I get it. Nineteen bucks. He's gonna be mons. He's gonna be popular, right? Like and uh, for for good reason. But um, it just feel I don't know. I, he feels like the fade to me. I agree. Um, so that that's the kind of way I was thinking of it. But all right. So now we're going over to your. I know there's one guy who's just probably gonna. You're just gonna say lock button. <laughs> <laughs> so let's 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 just start out with the the main play uh, on yahoo this week is darren waller at 22 bucks so there's nothing you can't say anything wrong with this guy this is a legit wide receiver one you go back to last year he was second in targets amongst all tight ends and wide receivers last season he was ninth in touchdowns so top 10 in touchdowns right and he got 19 targets in their first game last week. Right. Like, so this, it's <laughs> insane. Um, and the, the, the second most air yards he's, he's there. So it's like, you're legitimately getting a legit wide receiver one for tight end and he's price is still low. So he's that 22, $23 range. And he's not that 33 Kelsey, which I did play for my main lineup last week, even though I think I said in GPP is, the way to, it was to try to beat him, which uh, didn't work so well for me because I had a bunch, except for Hawkinson. Hawkinson worked pretty well. But uh, I mean, Waller's the man, right? Like you got to play Waller for like a cash or a mean
2: lineup. I think you have to though. The target volume is too good in the price. It's interesting, right? Because if, if Kelsey was 33 last week, why is Waller $11 cheaper this week, right? Obviously, there's different pricing dynamics, but he's, he's as far too cheap for his role. And if you compare it to other stud tight ends in his range, he's, he's too cheap. So I, yeah, I think main lineups, you play him. And then in tournaments, you play what you said last week is maybe you go cheaper or higher up and, and pray that one of those guys can catch a touchdown. The lineup works out otherwise, or maybe Pittsburgh focuses on Waller, whatever, I mean, whatever it may be. But I think the, the, the median outcome is too good for Waller at his price.
1: Yeah, and um, and it just looks yeah, it looks so. I mean, the the volume. I mean, he could get hurt. Anything can happen. But the the volume is there. It just looks so solid. Um, now there's an obvious pivot for one dollar more. George Kittle, um, all right. Like like, it, would it shock anybody for George Kittle to uh, outperform Waller? Absolutely not, right?
2: Nope, at a fraction of the ownership too, right? So yeah. I mean, yeah, well, that's an easy tournament pivot for sure. Uh, I like him And then, who are some of the guys if, if you're, if you're digging towards the bottom of the salary range, who are guys you like? I got three
1: others that I actually like. Um, okay. I, I like Jared cook, um, five catches on eight targets, uh, great game environment, 13 bucks cheap, uh, only played six more snaps than, uh, Donald Parham. So that's a little concerning, but, um, he did look like the, the main offensive tight end weapon for them. Gronk just nuked Dallas. So it's just another way to, I mean, I mean, that that's honestly shocked me with seeing, watching Gronk. I'm a, I'm a Pat's Homer, you know, that, that's my team always been, but, uh, I, I never expected that out of Gronk in the first game.
2: That was wild, uh, man. I, I didn't expect it either. Obviously in, in my showdown ROI reflects it from the last Thursday, but yeah, I didn't expect him to have, because we saw last year, right for Gronk, that they they, they played him kind of part time all year, played him a little in one playoffs in the Super Bowl, and then they come out week one and, and play him another in year role, older, so,
1: another right. year older, yeah. Like, uh, but he it, it just says to me that there was a lot more going on in New England that these guys wanted out. True. Um, but uh, Tyler Higby, uh, sixteen bucks, hundred percent of snaps which is amazing second most targets with there was a game that they were comfortably ahead all game. So they didn't need much, but he was still five for uh, six for 68 yards. There's no more Gerald Everett. He's a clear, he is the man for tight end. Um, we know that this guy can perform. So, um, that that's a guy I like. The last guy I like is Dallas Goddard. Um, especially with, um, Ertz is already a little bit banged up again. Um, I, I don't think he's going to miss it or anything, but it, it just, uh, He's had he's already there was reports about a little bit of his hamstring issue.
2: Yep. So I, so, as, so you mentioned those three guys and I had re- I wrote down two of those Higby and Cook. So we're clearly on the same page on a lot of these plays this week and, and last week, too. And I'll add one more in Noah Fant against Jacksonville with Jerry Judy down that opens up a couple more targets in the passing game. And uh, a fan of $18. I don't think a lot of people will play him there when you could pay up for Waller or pay down for cook. So I, I think fans, are another tournament option.
1: Yeah. Good call. I'm writing that down. I actually forgot all about him.
2: And, you know, and that, that
1: brings me to Cortland, go back to wide receiver for a second. We never touched, but like Cortland Sutton's not getting enough love with the situation potentially. I mean, yeah, this is, we want some players against Jacksonville, you know, we want against this Jags defense, which is looked atrocious. So um, I mean, against Houston, you know. So Cortland Sutton, um, I definitely it was an oversight. I mean, and we don't see, we don't need to even consider like Tim Patrick on on Yahoo or anything. You know, I know he's getting a lot of talk and uh, for like DK and whatnot, but he's he's the same price, seventeen dollars, one dollar lower than uh, Cortland Sutton. To me, I still believe Cortland Sutton's the man. Like for for that team, I, I so that's the guy that I want to have. Um, but, uh, Real no quick, just,
2: yep. sorry, because just, just, I want to interrupt and ask you about that because obviously we have cheaper guys on DraftKings and FanDuel, but because, and I ask you this because you play Yahoo so much, you've played it for years now. Like, is there any reason to play those types of, of pivots on the same team at the same price? Because the, like I said earlier, the contests aren't as big. And you can get different other ways. Like, is there any reason to play some of these wide receiver two and wide receiver three when so you can get wide receiver ones for the same price? I always call
1: it, I play cash lineups on steroids. I prefer <laughs> if my players actually are on steroids <laughs> and don't get caught, but um, it's cash lineups on steroids. So it's like, what I mean by that is like, it's pretty optimal build with like a little bit extra upside in there. It's, you know? so I always like, I think that I can find a spot that has a little bit more upside because your, because your main contests are like 10 to 20 man, contests right so it's like you don't need to get crazy now in the baller i i was looking through my uh uh reviewing my 150 lineups and man you know who killed i had so many like good lineups that was killed by one player and i was like how did i get so much of this damn guy diame brown um i I had
2: if you you got points for snaps you'd have been all right because i know
1: exactly i know I, i wish i did um but uh and i was like how the heck did i get this guy so much it was just an oversight by me. Um, you know, like I said, I was behind the eight ball, and like, uh, I, oh, literally, it's like death taxes and Sunday at twelve fifty nine is when my upload goes in because it, it's like, and I'm praying that it like makes it because like it literally takes me like to last because like it was like the mostert news. Uh, who else? Uh, Zach Moss.
2: Yeah. Like how, it was how, like. How did you How did you handle the Mostert news by the way? Because that was a I know a lot of people were talking about that.
1: Nothing. I I ended up not. I ended up not taking a stance on it. Um, uh, I, d- I ended up not playing him a ton because I still never trust running backs in Shanahan's system. So um, and so I didn't have much of him at all. I had friends who went heavy on him and moved, like, everything to him. Um, and it, That's, what, know, I, that's and- what I
2: did on FanDuel and DraftKings. Yahoo, his price wasn't as appealing at, tw- what, 26 or whatever it was last week. So I got him in, I think, one of three lineups over there. But, yeah, on the other sites, I definitely tried to jam him more because of the price.
1: So I, I maxed on, uh, I did, I only played the slant on DK and I maxed that, um, and I didn't, I didn't have too much of him. Um, and that was on, on, I just don't, I, I don't know. I, I was torn because, uh, it, it's, I think like the field, like it used to be like when a play like that happens, you jam it in because he's so low on, so that no one does it. But I feel like it's completely opposite nowadays that like everybody jams that play in, <laughs>
2: Right, right. Yeah, I it's, it's tough. It's tough to say. I think, I mean, because no one thought that Eli Mitchell would be a factor. No one thought that oh, was there's a factor. There. And so when when Trey Sermon was ruled out, I think everyone just assumed that And I think probably rightfully so that that most would get 60, 70 percent of the work in a great game script in a great offense. So I think to me in from a process standpoint, I think it made a ton of sense to play a bunch of them. Uh, but again, it depended on the site, too, because you didn't get that much more with him on Yahoo.
1: Yeah. I, I wasn't like arguing against him or anything like George that. Jeff. I think, I think he was definitely a, a good, I just, it just didn't feel, it felt fishy to me. Like, not fishy. It felt like, like I just, I go down too often with the uh, San Fran uh, running backs. Um, all right. Uh, that's it. Did we, uh, we wrap this up in record time, at least for the tournament takes pod show. Any. I so. uh any final words or one final? If you had the the one the person who's playing one stack in the baller again this week, who I did give him a good stack last week, I said to play uh, Kyler to uh, Nuke in one entry. But uh, if you had to give advice to one person, the guy playing one lineup out there and you're making it right now, who's your stack?
2: Uh, to me, the one stack this week is is Herbert and Jared Cook and that's again that's a tournament lineup for the baller where you're not playing waller you're getting a cheap a cheap piece of a high scoring game and you're, and you're stacking that game with a 55 point total or whatever it is and again herbert's one of the the more popular plays but uh i mean that game stacks too good for tournaments you can get different in other spots
1: mine i'm gonna say Tannehill. uh okay in a
2: in a yeah. It's
1: just, it's like, do I play Julio? Do I play Adrian? It's you going to be HMR. That's what it is. Really? <laughs>
2: no, no. He, I mean, somehow he led the team in, 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 air yards last week, but that, I think that was a, a well, you got to
1: play him Jester Chester. You gotta, you gotta, <laughs> there you go. That, that some, I, you know, it I can't tell you how much money I've lost playing DFS golf. Cause there's a guy named Chris Kirk uh, on tour that I, <laughs> that you, I would
2: if you played him a lot, a lot, then uh You've, you've had some, you've had some issues then.
1: <laughs> yeah, I used to play him. I used to play him every slate. Well, just kidding. and uh, Keith Kirkwood. Uh, so that that's my guy. Keith. I have a a signed Keith
2: Kirkwood jersey. Um, that's pretty sick, actually. Yeah, yeah.
1: And my girl did that. She uh, she DM'd him on uh, Instagram and got it done for me.
2: And he, I can't imagine he, he, he gets too many he, of those requests. So I'm yeah, sure he's happy to do it.
1: <laughs> he, and he got traded like right at like uh, he, he was he was going because he he was like it took him a while to to, to actually send it. And he, I think he was already going. Gone, he was already <laughs> going to Carolina off the Saints by that point.
2: <laughs> That's but, pretty sick. Uh,
1: anyways, this has been the RG DFS Tournament Takes podcast. Thank you to Brian. Thank you to all you listening. And we'll catch you again next week.
2: Good luck.